Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. The Bible says that the measure of our spiritual maturity is our ability to speak the truth in love. Ephesians 4 verse 15. So how spiritually mature are you? How much have you grown to be like Jesus Christ? Well, to what degree can you speak the truth in love? In any serious discussion, it's not just what you say that is important, but how you say it, your attitude, disposition, your motive, your tone, the choice of words. You can say something aggressively or graciously. You can say it with arrogance or with humility. Whether it is sharing the gospel or discussing a doctrine or addressing a wrong, we must learn to be very loving in the way we speak. This is how Jesus speaks the truth, with gentleness and with kindness. And this is how the apostles want us to handle the truth, always with a lot of love. Say, for example, you suspect your spouse is cheating on you. You want to get to the truth. So how are you going to say it in love? How do you speak the truth in love? You must go in with a correct mindset of wanting a conversation, not a confrontation. If you start off by saying, you, 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 all you're going to get is a thick wall of defense and a counterattack. So I want you to remember the four Ps. You must have a plan, you need proof, you must be clear about your purpose, and you need to be prepared. First of all, you need a plan. So what is the plan? To get to the truth, to find out what is happening with your spouse in your marriage. Secondly, you need proof. Say, I'm the wife. You can't just go to your husband and say, are you cheating on me? Are you having an affair with your secretary? He's going to say, oh my gosh. You're crazy. You're paranoid. Of course I'm not. What are you even thinking? So you need to have proof. Please don't say, oh, I can sense the Holy Spirit leading me, telling me you're cheating on me. Even if that is true, you need real objective proof. So you may start by saying, so who is Sally? Oh, she's just a colleague at work. Really? But it looks like you two are very close. And you went out for dinner on this night at this place and that night at that place. You need proof because most likely you will get denials, even if it is true. And on those two nights, you told me you're playing golf at the club, but you weren't there. The more proof you have, the more you will get to the truth. Then you got to be sure of your purpose. What is your goal here? It is to find a way to save your marriage, right? So you must be very clear in your head. This is a conversation, not a confrontation. And when you approach it, you will approach it with as much love as you can master, with patience, with kindness, to the best of your ability. You may be angry, but you're not going to lose your temper. You're not going to go screaming and start cursing and swearing and using profanities to the best of your ability. You will stay cool, calm, and collected because you want to save your marriage. Now, without the help of the Holy Spirit, 
This is not going to be easy. Finally, you have to be prepared for the truth. There'll be a lot of denials and counter-blaming, and hopefully it is just a huge misunderstanding on your part. But if it is not a misunderstanding and he admits to the cheating, then what is your next step? You must be prepared for it. Now, one last thing on speaking the truth in love. Whenever you have anything serious to talk about, whether it's on marriage, family, work, ministry, friendship, or whatever, if you are in a serious discussion, I always advise people to use the sandwich principle or what some would call the Oreo cookie approach. This is the best way to go into any conversation that is uncomfortable. You start with the positive and then get to the feeling, which is the main issue of the problem, and you end with the positive again. So in the case of your spouse cheating, you start with the positive. I value our marriage, our friendship. I value you. However, I'm really scared right now. There are some things that have come to my attention that really scare me about us, about you. I like to talk to you about them. And here they are. And you go through the proof you have found and try to get to the truth. And you always end with the positive. Look, I want to find a way to save our marriage. But right now, I'm really upset and angry. I need some space. I'm going to spend the night at my parents. And tomorrow when I come back, I want to talk to you more about this. So you start with the positive, then lay out the issue, and then end with the positive again. This will keep the door open for both of you to continue the conversation, and it will be a continuing conversation. The same principles, the four Ps, the Oreo cookie approach, apply for all serious discussions, for marriage discussions, for family discussions, discussions among friends or at work or in church or in the cell group, especially for uncomfortable conversations. Speaking the truth in love is not easy but it's vitally necessary. God bless.